Today's podcast is brought to you by the Curtain Jerks Podcast, the funniest wrestling podcast on the internet, full of sketches, improv comedy, and interviews with real WWE impact and other wrestlers. To check out their stuff, go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Make sure to leave comments. Enjoy. Everybody and welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson, and joining me as always is the Sports Outsider, Field Rinta. Am I Canadian now? Is uh, that what just happened? Was I, was, I demoted to a Canadian? I was going for Scottish as I started. <laughs> oh, okay. I feel like they're both very sort of guttural with the vowel sounds, and yet it's so easy to go over. Yeah, Outsider, I don't know what you're talking about. Field Runta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- no, I'm not Canadian. I'm from Michigan, which is uh, lovingly referred to as Canada Junior. Yeah. Well. I, I'd say we're better than Canada. Come on. What's Canada got that we don't? Uh, they've got uh, a universal health care. Oh, that's a good point. Um, they've got a, a thriving economy. Yeah, the economy's yeah, doing wonderfully. Are, yeah. um, they've got an economic policy that's uh, nationalistic without being oppressive. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, too, yeah. They've got uh, just beautiful Yukon gold. Oh, like right. you could just yeah, pretty much put your hands in the snow yeah, in the Yukon and just pull out gold bars. And then uh, they're probably going to legalize marijuana in the next yeah. year or so. And Ryan Adams. Yeah. Wow. That uh, that really makes you think. Okay. But well, this is a sports podcast. This isn't is. a Canada podcast. Well, oh, speaking of, yeah, they got they got hockey. Yeah, they do. They've Which, got hockey airwear. <laughs> it's airwear. Oh, boom. Yeah. <clears throat> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. We didn't really segue there, but... No, that was... I thought that was fine. that's because we really have to get into what's coming up here. Yeah, uh, Jordan's not on the podcast again today, P.S. Oh, yeah, but not because he's dead. No, he's still alive. That's, he's putting he's up a... Definitely I'm going to air alive. quotes around this. Series of microphones <laughs> around the entire United States. He hasn't been gone for the last three months because he's dead. Yeah. He's all a, those he's people alive. starting rumors about Jordan being dead, they're just not true. Stop, just everybody stop saying Jordan and dead in the same sentence. <laughs> right, exactly. And then uh, this will Jordan go away. perfectly alive and in the other room right now. Yeah. He I'm, just didn't want to come in. I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah, he was just like, guys, this these microphone problems. Said, oh, hey, Jordan. I just waved to Jordan. Everybody oh, there we go. I waved yeah. to Jordan. So oh, I waved to Jordan the other about. direction, but he's certainly uh, not he's dead. not no, dead. Not dead. That's the important thing to remember. Johnny Menzel, a starter again. Whoa. Sub-headline, I just can't quit you, utters Brown head coach Mike Pettin. Yeah, he's yeah. off. Their on-again, off-again relationship is intriguing to me. Indeed. Intriguing to everyone. Yeah. Will Johnny start? Will he not? Will the Browns be able to forgive him for his hard partying ways? Can Josh McCown recover from his injury? Will the Browns sign Tim Tebow? All this and more today on As the Johnny Football Turns. Soap opera music, soap opera music. I don't think it's that intense. I don't think so either. That's right, the Johnny Menzel soap opera, better known as the Cleveland Browns 2015 season and 2014 season, as I'm thinking about it. Sure. Had another juicy plot development this last weekend. Oh, he had an identical twin who was better at football. 
No, but at this oh. point, I mean, what if that's true? Yeah. What if Johnny Manziel in the football field is like this clean cut, absolutely responsible guy, but he's got this identical twin who's like a hard partying loser yeah. and he needs to cover for his twin oh. this whole time. Can you imagine? Ugh. I can't. I can't yeah. imagine. What I was referring to, though, was after watching Austin Davis two weekends ago, mm-hmm. uh, who led the Browns to an ugly 37-3 beatdown at the hands of the Cincinnati Bengals. Sounds ugly. It was. Well, I mean, I didn't watch it, but 37-3, I feel like there's no way that wasn't ugly. Yeah, yeah. no way. Uh, so the Cleveland Browns spoke the name that shall never be spoken. Uh-oh. Returned to Johnny Menzel as their starter yes they did they keep going back they keep going back they just can't help themselves bad ex-boyfriend who's just like oh but he's nice to me when you no one else around he's good it's the holidays and i'm sad how easy would it be to just call up johnny and have him come over yeah just have him throw a ball around so they called up johnny and he came over and they made love until the sheets burned whoa that's right the browns they should use lubricant they won their game wow there we go beating the san francisco 49ers 24 to 10 with johnny manzel at quarterback 21 for 31 for 270 yards and a tap so he had a good game he had a pretty good game okay yeah uh, some people might point out that, you know, a drubbing at the hands of the 10-2 uh, and two Cincinnati Bengals was something of an ev- inevitability. Mm-hmm. Uh, and beating the 4-9 and nine San Francisco 49ers, yeah. who are terrible. And they were the 49ers, and they were 4-9? and nine? <laughs> oh, Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> it was destined to be. It was written in history. Exactly. They should, they should do that every year. They should. Imagine if we get tiring with the fan base. They're just like, like we know they're going to yeah. go four and nine. You get so. that you're like on theme here, but yeah. we would really love to watch you make the playoffs. But stop winning the first four every year and then losing and the next nine on purpose. Yeah. You're such a good team. <laughs> oh, we should write uh, we should write him that. Uh, yeah, so some haters would point out that, that the 49ers are terrible. Yeah. The Bengals are really good, and maybe the fact that Johnny Manziel was the starter this time around had less to do with the differing outcomes. But haters going to hate. Shake it off, as Taylor Swift said. Shake it off. Shake it off. And that's that's something that I feel like Johnny Manziel has done once again. No matter how much we pile on top of this guy, he just seems to get another chance from some desperate organization. Sure. And then goes in there and reminds everyone he's competent enough at one thing that we cannot forget him as a garbage human being. Yeah, throwing the football. Throwing? Well, not so much throwing the football. Uh, Pat, handing the football to someone. Well, running Um, with the football and kind of throwing the football. Okay, okay. Either way, uh, it is worth noting that at 3-10, you know, probably taking a principled stand against letting Johnny Manziel start again was the only meaningful thing left that the Browns could have done with this season. Yeah. And they have opted not to do that. Ooh. And this has been your Johnny Manziel update, watch update. Johnny Manziel update, watch update brought to you by Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. All right. We got a big episode. Huge episode. Yeah. yeah. It's only uh, eight sleeps, uh, five, six, six sleeps till Christmas. Six sleeps till Christmas. Six sleeps till Christmas. So this is, uh, would you say that this is our, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, holiday spectacular? Yes. I would say that it has to be as the next one's going to be the day after Christmas. Yeah. So yeah. 
Boxing Day holiday right. spectacular. So obviously, we have prepared all sorts of Christmas themed material. Sure. For this podcast because it's our Christmas spectacular. Yeah. Christmas themes like uh, Nat Spigman. We got Nat Spigman. He's the kind Alder. of like the Santa Claus of the internet. Right. He's a billionaire internet investor. He uh, he's had so many businesses that he's pivoted to. I mean, Clune is his business, yeah. and he keeps pivoting. Last we heard, he You're was taken on. You're a tech savvy, Phil. Can you explain to me what Clune is and does? Oh yeah, I mean it's a it's about verticalized key investments. You know that does not sound like you actually know what it does. Yeah. No, it's nobody knows what it does. Nobody, That's the trick. Nobody seems to know what it does. Well, previously, what they were doing was a fan duel competitor called "You Can't Win." Right. Um, but <laughs> I remember that. But one. now we're apparently he's got Clune uh, is starting a new thing did or they repivoting. Pi- they pivot. They, pivot they probably again? pivoted. Yeah. They seem to do a lot of pivots. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, on top of him, we also have the mascot from the uh, the Fighting Irish. The oh, fighting, there we go. The Fighting Irish himself. Is here to just uh, chat with us. A better, a better know your mascot segment. Yeah, so uh, we're doing our better know your mascot segment. Yeah, the most Christmas themed mascot, an angry drunk Catholic. Yep, it's just like being home for the holidays <laughs> with your drunk Irish family. Both. All right. And, uh, news, news, news. And, and that's pretty much it. No, Wait, we've no, also got you know one what? more segment. My Christmas gift to you, Phil. Is yes. That I'm going to remember the segment. Do we have a wide world of weird sports this week? You're goddamn right we do. Yeah. Yes. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil without Jordan. (laughs) Yes, but not because he's dead. No, not because he's dead. Because he's dead. Uh, Just because he's not here. He's just not. Well, he was here. He was here. We waved to him. Sure. Because, yeah. He did not at all get killed. Uh, so don't go looking for because him because it, he's not yeah. dead. It's it's not that he had a debt to the Yakuza based on placing microphones in Japanese baseball stadiums. Nope, that would be very specific. Did not harvest his head and place it in a spike outside of their headquarters in, in Kyoto. So don't even check their headquarters. So don't do that. Why yeah. would you do that? The head's no too reason. decayed at this point for you to be able to tell. I mean. If there was one, it would be too decayed. If there was a head, decayed, it would yeah. be too decayed. Yep. <clears throat> Miss you, Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Not because you're dead. Not because you're dead. Steve Sarkeesian files wrongful termination lawsuit. Oh. Subheadline, look at the balls on this guy. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if you remember, Phil. Steve Sarkeesian was the coach of USC, right? Yes, yes. And then he got drunk and went to like a a booster function. A couple times, right? Yeah. Went to like a booster function and like gave a speech where he cursed a lot while he was visibly drunk yeah was asked to go home and then he showed up at a team meeting like a couple weeks later drunk yeah you know what usc did then they fired him they fired him yep because that's what you do when people are drunk yeah Yeah. and then he fired a wrongful termination suit he fired the termination suit. so he filed oh that would be amazing if you could do that to just be like hey this lawsuit brought against me is fired he is claiming that the school quote unquote kicked him to the curb in october uh, they did. They did. Yeah, they, yeah. that's totally accurate. Again, yeah. because he was a drunk. Sure. Yeah. Uh, his complaint asked for at least $12.6 million in damages. Wow. But Sarkeesian's attorney told TMZ.com that he will seek more than $30 million. Why is he talking to TMZ.com? Hard, Go to Sports Illustrated. Hard to say, but I got to I, I gotta be honest with you. So basically he's claiming uh, that like they should have stood by him while he got treatment for his alcohol oh i see like the friend that gets mad at you for not driving them to the airport right 
by the way, I'm going to the airport later, Phil. Could you? Oh, you can ask Jordan because he's living. Because he's not dead. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. This is a baffling story to me. Yeah. Like, like it's one thing to be a dumb drunk. But, like, sure. to be a dumb drunk who files a lawsuit for getting fired for being a dumb drunk... This is a pretty amazing new standard. By Welcome which Steve to Sarkisian the new America, in. Joel. In right? the new America, if you have anybody do anything, then you just start going through documents and you're like, how can I get revenge? And then you yeah. find a lawyer and a lawyer will be like, I'll this get is, you your revenge. This is PC culture run rampant. It what really this is. is. Really. It's everybody litigating on everybody. There's more. That's why we don't make things in America anymore, yeah. Joel, because everyone's so busy suing each other, chasing that almighty dollar. Yeah, so story main main story here is apparently you can't get fired for being drunk anymore if you're an alcoholic oh. you get a few freebies in there uh and it would be wrong to fire you uh can i get away with that too <laughs> you you're welcome to see if you can find out i'm gonna mad men it they all day at my job they then. don't mention the number for steve sarkeesian's attorney here. okay but, but do they have the, med, get the number first. for tmz that's all i need yeah. i want to win in the court of public opinion that's all Arguably. that matters Arguably the fact that you were, A, not an uh, alcoholic, Phil, yep. and B, talking about your plan to show up to work drunk repeatedly yeah. and not get fired on this podcast may diminish your chances. But guess what? So Jury's what? Nine people on a jury? Twelve ju- people on a jury? Yeah. Uh, we'll get 12 more listeners to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. If they listen on SoundCloud, it'll like double our numbers. Our new... Our new marketing plan. Yep. It's just to have to played to juries. Commit crimes and talk about them on the podcast so that uh, the jury will be forced to listen. And then maybe the jury will go, oh, that's pretty good. I'll listen to some back episodes. Yeah. That, that, that guy who murdered those six people. Yeah, sure. It's pretty funny. Yeah, pretty good. I like his characters. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Mm. Uh, NBA referee Bill Kennedy reveals that he is gay. Bill Kennedy is Bill he of the Kennedy Kennedy. Kennedys? So this is where he's actually, like, "Bara, I am a gay." The reason why this is kind of a funny story is because uh, Rajan, Rajan Rondo, mm. who is a point guard, uh, with the for, world's coolest name, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rajan right? Rondo. Yeah, uh, plays for the Sacramento Kings. Uh, apparently, while on the court, he used an anti-gay slur and directed it at one Bill Kennedy. Shouldn't have done NBA that. NBA referee. And and here's the thing. In Mr. Rondo's defense, I feel like uh, he, he's probably coming from a culture where they frequently throw such phrases around. Uh, okay. And more often than not, probably don't associate it with homosexuality as concretely as you right. might otherwise. Sure. I'm not saying that he wasn't here, but generally speaking, I'm sure they're always calling each other, you know. Uh, what words? <laughs> uh, what words? Uh, I want to take the track, seclude out your <laughs> voice, and then put it in a different context. Words. Sure. No, I... Bad words. I know. That's all we need to know. Hate hate words. Hate words. Yeah. But so he throws one at this referee, and people apparently hear it. uh, But referee comes out, reveals he is in fact gay. Ooh. Placing Rajan Rondo in perhaps hotter water than he may have realized when he threw it. Yeah. I could be wrong. He might have known, and that's why he said it. That's entirely possible. Right. But the part of me that I think it's funnier if we imagine, you know, Rondo is just sort of like, yeah. I do that all the time. I called him a... Eh. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. No. It's like, I called him a... Nah. And, yeah. Uh, 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 and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, well, I am a... Nah. And he's like, oh, oh, dear. 
Yeah. Oh, dear. I really uh, took a shit on this one. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Really screwed up here. Yep. Anyway, he's suspended, uh, and rumor has it he they still have not spoken. We're talking. We're talking. Uh, what the ref and the player? Yeah, they're the, just going to give each other the silent treatment. Incident happened in a December third game. We're well over two weeks in here, and Whoa. he still has not spoken to Mister Bill Kennedy. Well, uh, it's going to be real awkward the next game that he right? officiates. And I don't then know about gonna... awkward so much as every call going the other way. Right. <laughs> like really, you punched me in the face. Be like, yeah, but you shouldn't have moved your face in front of his hand like that. Yeah. Foul on you. Yep. <laughs> you could have hurt his hand real bad. time for better know your mascot and today we've got the uh notre dame fighting irishman here with us pleasure oh, top of the morning to you phil pleasure to be here ah uh, you've got such an irish accent i love it oh that i do that i do well this is better know your mascot so i'm gonna ask you some questions Aye, to get tis, to better know tis. you a little bit so like what do you like to do when you're not oh, cheering on well, the I'm team actually i'm really glad to have you on here because i feel like have uh, me on? No, you're, oh, sorry, you're sorry. on my I'm, podcast. I'm really glad to be on here to clear the air, is what okay, I'm saying. you're clearing the air, too? <laughs> I, want to, I want to clear you the air. better know because... your mascot. We have a lot of mascots clearing the air. We oh, thought yeah. it would just be an interview. Well, we're, we're known as the Fighting Irish, right? Yep. But there's so much more to me than just that. Uh, sure, I'm, I'm a feisty you know, advocate for, for, for Notre Dame, but uh, uh, there's a lot more to me. In fact, I'm also, and a lot of people don't know this, I'm a stand-up comic. Oh, so besides being a pugilist, you're also <laughs> a comic. All right, that's there's, great. There's beauty in this world behind just a bare knuckle fisticuffs. Sure, there's Absolutely. some beauty. There's a little bit here. So uh, I, I thought I'd tell you a few of my jokes. Oh, usually stand-up comedians hate telling jokes off oh, the stage. Oh, no, but just, I, want, I want to remold my image. I'm here to clear the air. Oh, I see. Because, is, okay, well, it's a, it's a kind of comedy-ish podcast. I mean, it's hard news first, but yeah, absolutely. I would love to hear okay. one of your jokes. So you're ready? Yeah. Here we go. How many Englishmen does it take to screw in a light bulb? Oh, I love these kind of jokes. You know? Let me guess. Uh, something about uh, bangers and mash. Oh, okay, ready? No, yeah. it's two. One to screw it in, and one to look at the centuries of injustice that they have visited upon our country. The tyranny and the murder and the death of decade upon decade of English rule in Ireland has to be squashed down a time and Whoa. time again. Hey. It's been a brutal and bloody oh, era for okay. hundreds of years. And- okay, okay, um... Kind of went off the rails there. Did you uh, not like the joke then? <laughs> no, I, it's not that I did like the joke. It, it, okay, I'll give this note. It was structured like a joke and not so much funny as it was a little like soapboxy, right? Okay. Like imagine if a British person heard that. Okay, well, hey, let, me, let me just, let me try another one then, okay? Okay. Okay, okay. Uh, so, so what do Irish people call a traditional English breakfast. Oh, it's, uh, <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be a joke about uh, the fact that they have mushrooms with their breakfast. Uh, gross. No, no, no. Bangers and mash. Oh, it was a bangers and mash. Emphasis on bangers for the beatings that the black and tans have been applying to my people for centuries. You know what the true Irish breakfast is? Okay. It's what Bobby it's, uh, Sands ate in 1981. Hey, well, uh, oh, when he had hey, a hunger strike. Hey, fighting, 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 fighting Irishman. Fighting Irishman. Oh, oh. See, it kind of happened again, right? You So oh. it started as a joke structure. Like, okay. You got really angry. Okay. So I was a stand-up got, comedian for a lot of years. I got one so, more. Okay. I got one more for you, okay? All right. So, you But this finish? is my right. note. This is my note taken into this joke. Okay. Uh, so I was a stand-up comedian for seven years. Yelling and pointing at the at the audience, <laughs> not not the best way to get a laugh. Oh, really? Because I really like Bill Hicks. Oh, yeah. Well, he, I Sam mean, Kinison. Uh, I guess that's a good point. <laughs> Bill good point. Burr. Okay, never mind. I guess yelling and pointing at the audience is the Okay, right but way. you know okay. what? There's, 
listen to this last joke. I think you'll find it's a, it's structured a bit more like you might. You might okay, expect. cool. Okay. What do you call someone who's half English and half Irish? Uh, I don't know. What is it? They're Irish. Oh, because they're just a Irish? little iron. Yeah. And dead if you ever meets my town. All right. Okay. Ah, anyone who sprays his legs for right. an English dog like that. Oh, my God. No, my don't mind. say. Okay. All right. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. All right. Apparently the dead fighting Irish. Okay. Thank you. We got to leave you now. Thank you. Joining us now on the podcast, uh, one of our one of our favorite guests, uh, the one, the only Nets Bigman. I can take it from here, Joel. Okay, yeah, it's me, Nets Bigman, CEO of multi billion dollar startup conglomeration Clune. Yeah, again, I'm still not entirely certain how it got to be multi billion dollar, uh, as you have you have yet to describe like a product or something that you produce or sell. Have you ever watched Shark Tank before, Joel? I have watched Shark Tank. People put in investments for a percentage of the company, and it leads to a valuation. Right. No, I, I get that. But, I mean, do you, do you have any revenue? Well, you don't need to have revenue. You just need the eyeballs. <laughs> right. But, I mean, do you have, have you ever had revenue? Well, I will because of my new pivot. Oh, another pivot. All yes. right. Why don't we... Why don't we get into the pivot? It's a so pity, as it's a you pity know, that you Jordan can't win. Not live to see his next pivot. You can't win. I would mean, have been whatever. a huge money maker, right? Yeah, would have been huge. But apparently, you can't have a gambling site where you cheat purposefully. <laughs> the not. FCC won't let me be or let me be free. So let me see Eminem lyrics. <laughs> Those are Eminem lyrics. I don't think it's the FCC that covers gambling. But. That's fine. FTC does though. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. My current pivot. I don't know if you saw the news, Joel, but uh, the NFL is launching a channel on Snapchat. Oh, okay. I think we, we have actually talked about this in the past. Oh, yeah. huge opportunity to okay. really tap into the millennial generation and how they consume sports. Okay. I mean, uh, I'll hear you out. That's why I'm starting... Clune is going to become a new sports league called Clune Ball. Clune Ball. Clune Ball. Yeah. Named after Clune. Clune Ball sponsored by Clune. Uh, okay. That's... Presented by me, Nat Spigman. <laughs> okay. Where these entire games last 10 seconds. Snapchat ready. You can consume six games in one minute. But do you want to? Very efficient. Do you want to consume ball? What what sort of game can possibly be played in ten seconds? All right, this is how it goes. The first couple seconds is a cool animated intro. I don't know that you've done where a, cool a big intro. where a big animated robot goes clune ball catch the fever. That was more yep. than two seconds. Yep. That, that well, that's two of the two. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he's just animated and he moves around a lot. He moves around a lot. You got a lot of information in a single so, frame. So have really you ever heard that a picture is worth a thousand words, Joel? I have heard that, yeah. Well, this is 60 frames worth of a thousand words. <laughs> this is 60,000 words in two seconds. Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, but uh, so it's really like an eight second sport. Well, it is after the intro, <laughs> the, the and intro. there's two seconds of credits at the end okay, where it's brought so to you by like Clune. Six seconds for it. What can you do in six seconds? Well, that's perfect. Have you ever seen Vine, Joel? I, I have, and I hate it. 
Vine, you know what? My channel on Vine, I had to pivot away from because I had a two-second intro and a two-second outro on everyone. So really? it was a two-second piece of video. <laughs> really? It was yeah. a really good idea, hems though. It, hems it down a lot. Yep, Clune, a couple years ago, <laughs> back when it was just a $100 million business, tried right. to launch the first-ever college that you could take in Vine. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go well. Didn't yeah. go well. Well, with the intros, those were two-second classes? Uh, yeah, they were two-second classes. But this, okay, so that now you, we... Is there, can, can you give me an example of a two-second class? I'm sure. actually pretty interested in that, too. Uh, so uh, I will give you one of my favorite ones. It was okay. business ethics. Business ethics, okay. Yep. Uh, so intro, bro, bro, bro. Get rich or die trying. Outro, <laughs> boo, boo, boo. <laughs> I don't think that sounds ethical at that's all. It, that's exactly, that was the mm. business ethics. Mm. And you know what? It could have gotten up to 30 billion downloads it could have did it we had to pivot in, i mean in, we in, had to in, pivot in, away if every single living human being in the world downloaded it five times that was the projection <laughs> that was the projection a lot of those people don't have the internet all right joel you're getting me off course here <laughs> yeah, let's I'm get sorry. back into clune ball right, so we're back into clune cool ball. animated robot saying you know really introducing you to the game welcome to clune totally ball. Yeah. Totally introducing you. All right. And then you, you there's a quick shot of a field, right? right? The field is 500 yards long, mm -hmm. and there's literally 150 people on each side. Imagine one of the fight scenes from Gladiator. I don't think anybody can run 500 yards in oh, six seconds. With the rep, you, Joel, it's not about running. Okay, sorry. All right. We've been running since the dawn of man. We're past that. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Huge teams on both sides, yeah. dressed up like warriors. <laughs> okay. Yep. They've got uh, they've got torches. Uh, one of them has an all neon light suit with rave gear, and he's just <laughs> dancing in the middle of it. Yeah. It's an it's like Cirque du Soleil. Only you're taking it on a wide shot. The entire game naturally is shot in one wide shot, so everybody yeah. can see it. And then uh, uh, an umpire. We'll get in the middle of the two and say, who's ready for Clune Ball? That's an extra <laughs> no, second. I don't think you have time for that. <laughs> it's important to get, it's about building tension. Isn't, shouldn't who's ready for Clune Ball be implied by the intro? No, because then everybody at home is going to say, yeah, every time. It'd be very exciting. So robot intro, who's ready for Clune Ball? We now have the next uh, four, seconds four seconds before we have to run the credits. All right. And then the game begins. Oh, okay. Yep. The big game begins. Yep. They blow the whistle for two <laughs> seconds. The two-second whistle blow signifies the beginning of the sport. Why a full two seconds? Yep. You don't have time for that, Nat. You do. You do. You're going to get it as soon as the game starts playing. <laughs> Two-second whistle blow. Okay. All right. And then the moment the whistle stops blowing is when the game begins. Okay. And everybody takes an object from their pockets and throws it in the air as high as they can. All right. And before we cut to credits, whichever one gets the highest on either side... In, wins clued ball in two seconds in two seconds so it's about throwing it as hard as you can and picking the right object to throw a pie and then in the credits they actually say who won 
because you need a little time for the computer to how, calculate. How are you going to edit together the credits and then determine? It, it seems like that's the thing, Joel. It's done programmatically in real time. I can't using cutting edge clone technology. It's done in real time. <laughs> that 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 sounds terrible. What are you talking about? It sounds terrible. It's a perfect 10-second sport. Sounds, it sounds like a really dumb sport. Do you want to know how brands integrate? Well, what? Brands, well, naturally, brands have to integrate. How it's are the, a sport. How are the brands going to integrate? During the whistle blow, they're just going to be throwing <laughs> logos at the screen. So there'll be a two-second whistle blow where it'll just go, Hyundai, <laughs> Apple, Clune. <laughs> Clune will fill all unfilled inventory, right. naturally. Even though the, the the sport's named after Clune. Yeah. You guys are the primary sponsor. Well, because there's going to be upwards of 7 billion people watching every episode. Every single human being. That two seconds is going to... Well, upwards of. It can be. <laughs> could be. Could be more. Could be more. You <laughs> never 10 know. 10 seconds, some people might watch it three, four times. So Clune Ball is going to be might launching. They keep looking at their phone and being like, wait, what? Uh, what's the... Uh-huh. I'm going to watch that again. I'm confused. <laughs> Make sure to watch it on Snapchat when the league launches. As soon as we get a million dollars in a, 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 a per game worth of sponsors, we're going to be launching. Another question. Is it essential that the objects they're throwing in the air be in their pockets? <laughs> it has to it be does, in their pockets. It does. Because you like, have to hide it so that the other team doesn't know what you're about to throw. With just two seconds, maybe they could at least keep it in their hands so that they could immediately throw it's it. It's like air. a fireworks display every time. You have to pull no, it out of your. I feel and then like you got a long shot of 150 people dressed like warriors <laughs> on either side and somebody dancing in rave gear. And then it throws up. Imagine. It's going like it's, to be like a like a Lord of the Rings every single no, game. No, I, I feel like it's going to be like Lord of the Rings if it was nothing but people fiddling around and trying to get something out of their pocket. And like three people hurriedly throwing something in the air. Uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be honest, Nat. I don't know that this is going to take off. I think that there's it's it's not quite there. Well, Joel, we're already seeking investment. And we already have the next pivot plan, just in case. Okay. You gotta have a plan Good B there. in this business. Well, the next pivot that you have, why don't you come back and tell us about it? Okay. Do you All want right. do you want a teaser? Well, yeah, let's get the teaser. Has to do with pube hair. <laughs> this is a hell of a pivot. Absolutely. Nats Figman, always a pleasure. Thanks for letting me advertise for free on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, we keep doing that. Today's podcast is brought to you by Sue.co. That's T-S-U dot co. It's the only social media site that pays you to post. So make sure to sign up through Sue.co slash sports the number three podcast where you will get paid to post. And when you post, we get a little something too. So go to T-S-U.co slash sports number three podcast to support this podcast. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, MTV's Rock and Jock. What? MTV's Rock and Jock. <laughs> is, this, is this a sport? It doesn't uh, seem like it's a sport. Oh, that's right. You didn't have... Uh, anything but PBS in the 90s. Yeah. Everyone but you knew about Rock and Jock, Joel. Okay. Uh, I mean, it sounds stupid. Uh, it was. <laughs> MTV's Rock and Jock was a television series on MTV featuring actors, musicians, and other entertainers playing sports with professional athletes. Oh, 
Uh, yeah, there's a similar show to that that was on Spike for a while. Sure, but this was the original okay. Rock and Jock. Yeah. The original episode was called MTV Rock and Jock Diamond Derby and was changed to MTV's Rock and Jock Softball Challenge in year two. The, Do they always play softball? No, the concept expanded to include basketball in 1991, football in 1997, and bowling in 1999. Oh, wouldn't it be? Who came up with bowling? Uh, I remember the bowling episodes. Really good. Really? Oh, you, you get all these people to come on and do a sport, and it's like, bowling? Bowling. It's about the personalities. Not so. pole vaulting. Or, or Do you know how boring it would be to watch <laughs> rock stars try to pole vault? They would never get off the ground. You need to watch them crash a whole bunch. Well, that's true. That would be kind of fun. Yeah. The shot put. The hammer. I don't know. Anything other than fucking bowling. Well, the, the game was an annual feature, but here's the key part. With multiple reruns of most episodes for yeah. many years on MTV. On MTV in the 90s? There weren't that no, many. No. There's yeah. no way they were rerunning episodes. Very from- few were actually shot, but every one of my generation who watched MTV a lot watched every episode about a hundred times. <laughs> I've seen every episode. I could almost recite every episode. Uh, so, musicians that were on the podcast, or on the podcast, musicians that were on Rockin' Jock included Flava Flav. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Chuck D, Method Man and Red Man, Tom <laughs> Peterson, I don't know who that is, Brett Michaels was on it, MC Hammer, Boys to Men, Salt and Peppa, not a lot of rock, Queen Latifah, Naughty by Nature, in fact, no rock, uh, Brett Michaels, <clears throat> oh, there you go, yeah. oh, that's right, yeah, television and film stars who were on it, get this, this is a who's who of the 90s, Kevin Costner was on it. Hey, George Clooney. There you go. Leonardo DiCaprio. Mark Wahlberg. Jamie Foxx. Keanu Reeves. Ryan Reynolds. John Stewart. Roseanne Barr and Cindy Crawford. Pamela Anderson. Jenny McCarthy. Anna Nicole Smith. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Natasha Henstridge. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Jasmine Bleed. Rebecca Gayhart. They had like, well, first of all, did you hear Rebecca Gayhart came out? You, you suck. <laughs> you know what's amazing about this is the majority of the male actors are now the ones that are winning Oscars. Yeah. Majority of the, the actresses they don't exist yeah. anymore. There might be something of a double standard in Hollywood. Yep. But... Uh, all right. This is the one you'd be interested in. Professional athletes that participated. There you go. Oliver Miller. Don't know who that is. Mike Piazza. Don't know who that is. Hashtag athlete food pun. Uh, <laughs> Roger McDowell. I don't know who that is. Daryl Strawberry. I know who that is. Dwight Gooden. There we go. Howard the, Johnson. Howard Johnson. I don't like know the who hotels. That is. Yeah. Mark McGuire. There you go. Jose Canseco. There he did go. a lot of them. Jose Canseco. Liked did they it. ever? Oh, they were doing softball some of the time. Yeah. Mark Langston. Barry Bonds. Roger Clemens. Derek Jeter. Alex Rodriguez. Ken Griffey Jr. Kenny Lofton. Rafael Palmiero. Uh, John Cruck. Darren Dalton. David Wells and Brady Anderson. A lot of baseball players. A lot of baseball. Uh, so, uh, oh, here's a good one. Uh, Pearl Jam, uh, Pearl Jam's Jeff Ament wrote a song called Sweet Lou about an awkward meeting with his rock and jock coach, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. The second annual B-Ball Jam in 1992. Pearl Jam wrote a song about His name prior to being uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was Lou Alcindor. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I wonder wonder how Kareem Abdul-Jabbar feels about him calling him by the wrong name. I he's probably real. I'd have to listen to the song. There might be subtext in there. It's yeah. like, 
You really pissed about this. Because, by the way, if you don't read Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's article in Time, it's this is tangential, but it's yeah. fantastic. Everyone should read Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He's a brilliant writer, an sure. excellent social observer. Like, like the, the man's a miracle. On top yeah. of being the all-time top scorer in the NBA, he's also a better writer than I am. Joel, so that's fun. we get it. <clears throat> All right, you love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I do. I love Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Hi, Chai Chai. Um, incomplete list of rock and jock shows. I mostly want to go through this because I want you to hear who the coaches were. Okay. All right. So the first annual rock and jock diamond derby was in 1999 or 1990. I'm sorry. The uh, team names. It was the aardvarks versus the salamanders. Of course it'd be. They had a little work to do on that. They get yeah. better as they go along. And the team coach of the aardvarks screaming Sam Kinison. <laughs> Second time he's come up this episode. Yep. And of the Salamanders, Sammy Hagar. Ooh. Yeah, who would... If I was on the Salamanders, I'd be like, come on. What if one of these Sams is not like the other? Exactly. Uh, for the first annual Rock and Jock B-Ball Jam in 1991... Uh, oh, wait, they don't have the coaches listed for that one. Let me go to another one with the coaches. Uh, for the um, fourth annual uh, Rock and Jock Softball Challenge in 1994, uh, it was the Homeboys versus the Away Boys. Which is something that they started doing every year. This is a be- those are better names than Ardvark and Salamander. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the team coaches, the homeboys, Corbin Burnson. I don't know who that is. Oh, you suck so bad. <laughs> the away boys, Dan Cortez. <laughs> like the bald MTV guy? Uh, he wore a bandana over his head. <laughs> Excuse yeah. me. Uh, but yeah, the homeboys had actor Corbin Burnson. Uh, and he was uh, managing the team that had Chuck D, Ken Griffey Jr., Jose Canseco, John Bon Jovi, Gary Sheffield, Treach from Naughty by Nature, Brady Anderson, Scott Ian the, uh, from Anthrax, Dwight Gooden, David Bryan from Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi, and Flava Flav. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Generic television actor guy. Yeah. He's been on stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Oh, ridiculous. and he was in Major League. That's probably why. Yes, yeah. you've seen him on Major that League. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he was the coach from that. Um, for the fourth annual Rock and Jock B-Ball Jam. He was, was the third baseman who couldn't field a grounder. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. There you go. Uh, for the fourth annual Rock and Jock B-Ball Jam in 1994, the team names were the Violators. Oh my Can't God. get away with that anymore. No. <laughs> versus the Bricklayers, which is funny <laughs> for a basketball team. I feel like. They both came back with their names, and they were like, oh, we were both. We were coming from a different place. So the coach of the Violators, Bill Bellamy, and of the Bricklayers, Dan Cortez. <laughs> You're going to see a running theme here. Oh, man. Is this why Dan Cortez is famous, and I just never knew it? Because he's never made any sense to me, like, as a human being. Uh, yeah, he was famous for MTV Sports. That was his big thing. Really? Yeah, well, he was a comedian, too. But uh, Also, Bill Bellamy and Dan Cortez... Uh, switch teams. Uh, Dan Cortez with the Homeboys and Bill Bellews with the Away Boys in 1995. Okay. It became a huge uh, 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 head-to-head competition every year. Okay. Bellamy v. Cortez. UFC zone. Wow. So, Joel, do you want to wow. go on YouTube and watch some episodes? I really don't. And that brings it on to another wide world of Weird Sports! Joel's on a journey and he watches the really good sports. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to a close another sports, sports, sports podcast. But 
Before we go, uh, Phil is going to give you our contact information. All right, you can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. That's soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. We get it. You download iTunes. You like the subscriber feeds of iTunes. We love the numbers on SoundCloud. It's important to us. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. even if you just download it on iTunes and then listen on SoundCloud, that that's good. It's well, the, that's the better way to go. The better way to go. You can or just it. put it on in the background and like turn the sound off in your computer. Yeah, and hit the play button on SoundCloud. We're not even asking that you listen to us on SoundCloud. No need. Just. Just, just play make it. Make SoundCloud think that you did. I've had a couple people who have gone on SoundCloud and said, do you really only have 20 people per episode listening? Well, I'm like, no, we literally have thousands. I see the thousands. numbers. Yeah. But, uh, well, I'm not going to. You know what? You're listening to this, so I shouldn't be ranting yeah. at you. Yeah. If, if you are, in fact, you're listening, still, I'm appreciative still just listening of that. during the contact information. Yeah. Wow. Thank Good you for, for you. being one of our biggest fans. Well, you're listening to you can hear Joel's after thing sequence that everybody hates. I had assumed that almost nobody knows that exists who doesn't actually record the and podcast. And they shouldn't. Yeah. You can find us on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash sports number three podcast. There we uh, not only post our episodes, but we also post uh, some articles with our funny commentary. Uh, so yeah. check us out on Facebook. Our it's Facebook cool. feed is great. It's really good. Great. I'm really impressed by it every day. Yeah. Or, or you can find it by our sponsor, Sue.co. That's TSU.co slash sports number three podcast. It's the only social media site that pays you to post just like Facebook. And uh, if you sign up through TSU.co slash sports number three podcast, we get a little kickback too. So we appreciate it. So do that. Yep. Hey, Phil. Hey, Joel. Uh, I just got a weird note. Uh, it says it's from Dan Cortez. Oh, yeah. From MTV Sports. Yeah. He's saying that he uh, wanted to know if we wanted to come participate in this year's Rock and Jock. Has he just continued doing them? Just untelevised? Untelevised? Yes. Oh. That's kind of sad. Nope. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.